Hey guys, welcome back. My name is Shubhog, and you're listening to SRF Talks. The goal with each of these podcasts is to bring out as much as value-add content. Well, this podcast um, I'm recording in a playground. Well, <laughs> I mean it's so peaceful out here. I'm just sitting out in the ground alone with my dog Tyson and Fox. They're chilling. They're playing, and uh, I'm really peaceful right now. It feels really good. If there is any sound in the background then pardon me, but I would love to shoot it or uh, <laughs> I would love to record this podcast here. Because the ideas that are flowing in my head right now are numerous. The thing that I want to talk about today is how to design a program when i say design a program i'm talking about the workout program so recently i was talking to one person who wants to become a trainer and uh, he has read the book uh, from american council on exercise as he has read the as book um, he wants to give the exam but he doesn't understand anything like okay he has he has read it but how do i apply it into the real world um how do i design a program how do i design a workout plan for someone he is not able to understand that so i thought okay there are trainers out there who listen to my podcast if not a lot of people in number but at least 3 4 that is good enough for me if i can reach out to them and help them in making them understand how you can design a program forget about other people for yourself right so there are four phases that you need to understand and go through then you can become good at designing the program um at least it will give you clarity and it will get you started on the uh, the the process of designing a, a program so the first stage we call it the stability and the mobility stage right so for any person who has not been moving for a very long time usually who do you train you train someone who has been out of shape or you will train someone who has already been in shape regardless you will still have to check their stability and mobility because recently i saw one of the videos where a military person was training three people one was a crossfitter one was a bodybuilder and one was a um crossfitter bodybuilder powerlifter now crossfitter and powerlifters were pretty okay crossfitter was killing it powerlifter not bad but the bodybuilder was really really struggling to, through the military workout why because what happens in bodybuilding is see i'm not demeaning bodybuilding as a sport as a sport i really respect the athletes they put in so much hard work to get every single muscle out it's really no joke if i can do it i would tell no at a competitive level no i can't do it i don't want to do it but um, when it comes to functionality they are not good because they focus only on bringing the muscles out how capable are those muscles is really a question to be asked right so when the bodybuilder was doing that workout his core stability was shit like really really zero he was not able to pick up a sack bag and do lunges he was uh, going left or right which means his core was not stable enough 
right so this is where stability and mobility comes in no matter how advanced you are he was a ifbb pro bodybuilder so no matter how advanced you are or you are amateur you'll have to first go through this phase of stability and mobility so you need to check someone's stability how stable is that person with one leg off how stable is that person with four limbs on the floor you know how stable is that person when you reduce the lever systems when i what i mean by lever systems is shortening the distance between your arms and legs for example on the floor what happens is the gravity acting on your body is more and the torque on the acting on your body is more which means your abs or your core when i say uh, core it doesn't just mean your six pack abs it has obliques it has lower uh, 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 back all of these things together make your core so your core will be working 10 times more than just doing a plank right so every time you cut down or shorten or um, make the lever more challenging torque acting on your body is more gravity acting on your body is more so that is how you can work on stability now when it comes to mobility what is mobility as the term says how mobile are you right if if let's say a joint hip joint can it move to its full range of motion without any hindrance without any tightness if you can do that then it means you have good mobility if you can sit down extend your legs and touch your toes touch your head to the knees it means you have your hip joint has good hip stability uh, mobility right and if you can stand up on one leg lift the other leg off the floor and balance there for 30 seconds 20 seconds whatever time then it means you have good stability ankle stability right so first phase is you need to work with your clients you need to design that you need to check their stability and mobility for the first week just make them stability and mobility exercises now the second week or maybe after depending on their progress if they are improving showing improvements in 3 days then which is not very likely but in the in the best case scenario people show up quick results then you can change it now what happens is the stability and mobility will become your warm up okay so you will make your stability and mobility your warm up then you will add movement patterns as the main workout stage 2 of de- uh, designing the plan or the workout is coming into this phase which is called movement pattern so there are about 5 movement patterns which are uh, very common to the human body okay so the first movement pattern is called push the second movement pattern is called pull third one is bend and lift fourth one is squat fifth one is rotatory movements right so squatting movements lunging movements that is single leg movements so squatting or bending and lifting are one and lunging or single leg movements are two pushing movements are three pulling movements are four rotatory movements are five so these are the five basic movement patterns now you can do multiplanar then all of these five might be included or two of these might be included like for example all the sports are multiplanar um sports which means all your muscles will be working if you're playing football you you'll not tell that oh i'm working only on quads i'm working only on my hamstrings no 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 your entire body is working okay so you need to be designing a plan where you your client is improving 
the muscles or the movement patterns in these planes squatting can be one exercise lunging can be one exercise right push ups can be one exercise pulling something pulling themselves off the floor holding a barbell can be one exercise and rotatory movement like russian twists um or slamming the ball to the side on the wall anything that involves rotatory motion will be called as um the rotatory movement pattern okay so how this will work in the second week you will make your stability and mobility exercises for example um quad rockers or world's greatest stretch and uh, <coughs> pigeon stretch all of these will come in your mobility and stability exercises beast hold right so this will become your mobility and stability exercises your main workout will be your five movement patterns pushing pulling lunging squatting and rotatory movements and then you end the session with some um again flexibility so what is the difference between mobility and flexibility flexibility comes under the umbrella of mobility but the difference is when you're doing mobility you are mostly doing dynamic forms of stretches which means you are not holding the stretches you are moving the joints through its range of motion and bringing it back then changing the other side so that the blood gets flown into the body into the muscles the joints get freed up so that you have um the body warmed up to work out but the agenda when you are ending the session is not the same the agenda when you are ending the session is to relax the muscles and how do you relax the muscles by stretching or extending the range of motion of the particular joint and holding on to it for quite some time for example it can be 15 seconds as long as 2 minutes yoga people do it even 5 minutes also right so it depends on what your goal is okay so this is the second phase now you will do this for about 3 weeks 4 weeks depend again depends on the client if he's showing quick response quick results then you can start loading him right away or make the challenge exercise more challenging now if he if he is able to squat very easily for 15 20 reps for three sets start making him jumping squats adding more challenge to the exercises all right now if you want to understand the scalability of exercises you need to understand lever systems that will be in some other podcast i will try to convert uh, uh, cover what is exactly lever systems and how do you use that into making your exercises more challenging right if you want to become a good coach you need to understand lever systems so that you will be able to scale the exercise difficulty uh, depending on the athlete's fitness levels now if you're if you want to become a good coach in a group um environment right then you need to understand scalability there'll be beginners there'll be intermediate there'll be advanced how do you scale the same exercise for three variety of people that's what will determine whether you'll be um getting good feedback from your clients whether your gym will run in the long run or not as long as you're providing value you will get um results now once the second phase is done the third phase is the load training right this is where you will start adding loads for example if you're doing a squat you add dumbbells to it or barbell to it and this is called load training 
this is where the exercise becomes that much more challenging because the resistance that is acting on the body is more which means there is already one resistance by gravity plus your body weight and on top of it you're loading some weight on the body so that which means your muscles are working two times more or three times more depending on how much weight you're adding on the body to act against the gravity and against the resistance that is when they break down and when they break down they build and become stronger this is how you build muscles and more the muscles a person has more the metabolism he will have which means he will burn more calories which means he will have more muscles and less fat and he can show his six pack abs he can show his biceps he can show his chest because he is doing resistance training so only doing cardio will not help you you should lift weights you should lift your own body weight you should do some resistance training that will help you put on some muscles and no muscles means no movements because muscles are attached to bones and bones if they need to move you need to have muscles and when muscles move is when you have movement patterns okay so the third phase is the load training phase now how to design that same thing use the same patterns initially push pull lunge squat and rotatory movements add load to these then maybe you can go to the conventional way of training bodybuilding style where monday you'll do probably lower body tuesday you'll do upper body that is all the pushing movements wednesday you'll do all the pulling movements back and biceps and all of that and then in maybe individual muscles or two muscles depending on whatever your goals are okay so this is how you train in the third phase now this phase is where most of the people will be in for the rest of their life either phase 2 or phase 3 maximum only few percentage of people will go to the phase 4 which is the performance phase who are these people either they'll be athletes or they'll be coaches only these two people require performance of course if you are a office going person who wants to run a marathon in certain time then you will have to improve your stability mobility movement patterns low training and then go to performance why have you heard people getting injured and um, having knee pain having back pain after they started doing marathon or after they started doing triathlon or whatever any kind of performance after they started weightlifting you know why they have that because they directly jump to performance training even without having stability mobility even without having the strength to lift their own body weight and get the right movement patterns even without lifting any weight or certain little light amount of weight doing a conventional way of training having basic strength they directly jump to the performance training and that's why they get injured so the only 3 to 5% of population should enter performance training depending on how serious they are and how conditioned their body is only if their body is conditioned enough which will take at least 5 years to 10 years they should enter performance training otherwise they have no right entering this phase of performance training it's very very serious it needs a lot of mind muscle connection needs a lot of um uh, muscle memory and knowing the movements if if for example me if i just see one movement i know i'll be able to do it or not if i know i'll be able to do it i'm going to try it right now and show it to you if i am not able to do it if i once i see the moment i know that this is something which is going to be challenging i will scale it down to my level practice that master it then increase the intensity increase the intensity increase the intensity then gradually um, reach that level if you have seen anybody learning muscle up 
और प्लान चाहिए पुशअप्स और यू नो हैंड स्टैंड होल्ड्स और डूइंग हैंड स्टैंड दे जस्ट डोंट गो एंड स्टैंड ऑन देयर हैंड्स एंड गो अप सेट डाउन डम पीपल डू दैट एंड दे फॉल एंड दे इंजर दैट्स व्हाई दे इंजर देमसेल्फ्स बट सीन पीपल पीपल हु आर एक्चुअली सीरियस अबाउट परफॉर्मेंस दे डू गो स्टेप बाय स्टेप बिकॉज दे नो इट्स अ स्किल and it'll take time it's performance it's going to take time usain bolt didn't run 9.58 seconds 100 meters in that one night that was the effort of his you know starting from his childhood to the time he actually ran that night all of that effort went in for him to make that performance of 9.58 seconds world record right to become the fastest uh, man alive on the planet so Uh, the, when it comes to performance, I would suggest only three to five percent of the population to enter that because that's the data which has been shown. So you have no business entering that area. And how to design for that? Don't worry about it. You don't need. Like I said, you don't need. But if you really want to understand, then it's there in the books. First, like I said, you need to take it, apply it on yourself. How do you work on your performance? Now, if you are um, okay, let's take sprint, right? you you feel that you have improved your muscles and now you want to try um, how much is your best time in 100 meters so you run being a coach i'm telling you run and then you see okay i am able to do it in about 15 seconds now how do i improve my time one is definitely you will have to keep sprinting if you want to get better at something you'll have to do more of it number one so that is the first drill first drill is making sure that at least three times a week you sprint second thing is what are the muscles that are involved in that movement like i said when you run your entire body is working but what are the major muscles which are being worked your quads your core your hips your calf muscles your hamstrings right so these are working at their maximum potential especially your quads so you need to train your quads not not to make them big have you seen any sprinters squats big yes they are super strong but they are not like a bodybuilder they are very fast twitch you know which means they are very rapid in nature so you need to train your change uh, uh, change your training style to more more rapid kind of a training right fast fast foo 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 you keep zipping through the workouts right making the movements very fast so that's how you train so there are two types of muscle fibers in the body fast twitch and slow twitch you train the fast twitch muscle fibers when you want to be more powerful uh, powerful more explosive more rapid okay so that is one of the things you need to lift weights accordingly second thing third thing train your abs and core your lower back to be more stable and strong so that you're when you're zipping through the air you're not moving left or right you're going straight in one direction cutting through the air that's how you cut speed right so this is how you design for a performance training it's very specific you're not worried if you have abs if you have thighs if you have hips if you have arms you're just worried about reducing the speed of 100 meters from 15 seconds to whatever the time you want to reduce okay awesome guys so this was just a brief about how to train or how to design a workout plan for yourself or your clients now this was just a general data or idea that i gave 
depending on how they are what their fitness levels is you need to customize it okay so if you are someone who has gone through the books the or the information that has been given in fitness books especially the certification books like ACSS ACSM NASM whatever you take whatever certification you take i'm not going to name one certification all are same at the end of the day because they all agree on one thing right so if you have understood that then you will be able to apply it better after listening to this podcast okay if you liked this podcast if you would want more of this kind of a content then please let me know keep me posted and like always if you liked it please share it with your friends um especially the ones who are into fitness field who want to become better at it because i keep getting a lot of requests every single day shubhag i want to become a fitness influencer i want to become a fitness coach how do i go i am very passionate but i don't know direction so send them this video or who has already into this field but doesn't know how to train or design the programs send them this audio it will be helpful for them okay perfect guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast i had a blast recording this because like i said earlier i was uh, i am sitting in a ground and it's windy it's it's cold out here it's four, uh, 15 degrees but i really loved recording this because i'm all by myself and the thoughts that are running in my head oh my god amazing but there will be some assholes like this like like the one who went right now who will disturb my <laughs> podcast but it's okay it's fine once in a while it's all good i just want to be real with you guys and you know tell you that it's okay to have mess in life because that's how life is but how you come out of it is is what determines how you take life it's all perspective my friend it's all perspective at the end of the day okay enough talking helps you guys next time see you bye bye